0: Welcome to the Eternal Well of Life podcast. Here we are a virtual lounge that loves to teach people how to open the gift of the present every single day. Listen, come on through every Tuesday, 10 o'clock. Let's have conversations about subjects that people shy away from, but that we need to have in order to have this optimal life. Listen, we love to teach people how to live an eternal well of life. So don't skip out every Tuesday, 10 a.m. I look forward to connecting with you. I look forward to doing this journey just with you. See you soon. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Eternal Well of Life Podcast. I am excited to be back. This is episode three. Episode 3, can you believe it, is on the books, officially. I'm like excited each week that I come here. Uh, but before I continue, it'd be nice for me to introduce myself, right? Because this may be your first time stopping through. And I just want to let you know I'm excited and I'm grateful that you came through here this week. My name is Dina Sky Shackleton and I am your host as well as your coach and this week we are talking about something pretty amazing Um, as far as I'm concerned this is definitely a topic that um, is needed is needed to be um, spoken about and um, really important and basically this week we're talking about trauma and finding your voice and we're going to be talking about the power of words because Words are so powerful it can help you find your voice after trauma caused you to lose it. And what's even more fabulous about this week is this week I get to share a little bit more about myself and the journey that I took in order to regain my voice after losing it through a very traumatic experience. And you know, this to me is like a real personal baby. So I hope that it blesses you. Before I do any of these um, episodes, I always pray and I ask the Holy Spirit to give me guidance on what to Topic we should cover for the following week. And so know that when I share these these contents with you guys, it is spirit led so that you know that the directive that I have is a directive from the Holy Spirit. So I pray and I hope that you get something out of this that will be applicable to your life and enriching your life in some way, shape, form. Without further ado, I am going to bow out. And allow you to listen to this week's next episode, episode three. I'll talk to you on the other side. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Let's dig into this. Let's unpack this. So this week, we're talking trauma trauma and finding your voice when trauma has stolen it and using words the power of words in order to retrieve your voice back after experiencing something traumatic and it's only fair that in order to start discussing the topic of trauma that I at least give you a defi- the definition the um the professional definition of what trauma is and what it means. And trauma is the response to a deeply distressing or disturbing event that overwhelms an individual's ability to cope, causes feelings of helplessness, diminishes their sense of self and their ability to feel a full range of emotions and experiences. So when you think about that, trauma is very debilitating to say the least. It, it's it's an interruption in life that kind of paralyzes you or holds you in captivity, frozen in, in a space. Um, and generally what usually happens when you experience something traumatic, depending on what age you are, if you're a child or, or adult, your brain is definitely um no respect of persons it just takes the the tragic situation it stores it into a space in your brain called the amygdala the amygdala rather and what it does is it stores the information there so that if anything resembles that type of trauma it shoots back and reminds your brain hey This is familiar territory that was dangerous. We need to do something about it. And so it doesn't tell you what to do. It just tells you something needs to be done. And so though that when we experience that, that's being triggered. And then when we get triggered, we react. And sometimes we react without even having rationale to it. We just try our brain is just letting us know, Mayday, Mayday, we need to do something. And so I want to talk about The voice, the voice is a powerful instrument used to create and communicate what we call words, right? It is the kind of power that can change the trajectory of a person's life. It can elevate, it can deflate, it can inspire, ignite awareness of strength, empower, and it can ignite total defeat and destruction too. Needless to say, the powerful strength of your voice has the, the, the ability to cultivate. And this powerful strength of your voice has been cultivated the moment you were born. I believe that when we learn how to use this instrument, we learn it by who raises us and what we are exposed to. It just depends. So now that we have a full understanding of its use, let's talk a little bit about what we allow it to say to ourselves. In 2018, I had gone through some really unsettling experiences. Um, At the time, I was married and my marriage ended. And my life as I knew it, it was changed. It was changed. And um, before my marriage, I had a powerful voice. I was able to speak words into the atmosphere, believe them and watch them manifest into existence. I felt empowered and confident, like very confident. And during my marriage after the honeymoon stage and once we got settled, the voice I entered the marriage with was being suppressed. My ex-husband unfortunately was abusive. He would say things to try to silence my voice. At first, it didn't work. I would buck back and argue and, you know, stand my ground. However, anything that is heard over and over and over again begins to have a staying effect. I started to lose who I was, what I believed about myself before I met him. I started. To allow my fight or flight to cause me to become abusive back at one point. It was just my coping mechanism. So to say the least, we started, abu- started being abusive to each other in our own way. Then one day, through the words of me looking for answers, I picked up the Bible. And by reading those words, I remembered what I believed about myself. This book reminded me of how amazing I was and how a wife is to be treated and how a husband is to be treated. So I began to challenge my ex-husband and we discovered he was still trying to regain the voice he never had as a boy and a young male in his father's house. You see, his father was abusive It's as if his father's abusive words were frozen in his mind. And when he got triggered, he reacted in in the same abusive blueprint that the amygdala that we talked about earlier recorded. This began a journey of us replacing those words with new empowering words to renew his mind and my own. So needless to say, we began counseling and did it well. It did it well for us for a while. The marriage did not work, however, unfortunately, um, due to a lot of other circumstances that were still frozen in the brain (laughs) and was not able to be fully resolved. And unfortunately, like I said, the marriage was dissolved. Too many things had happened. His false perspective and his pre-established voice kept him captive. It was hard. A lot of things happened. I have, I had two children who weren't his, and they came out of there um, with some trauma themselves. But coming out of that experience caused me to unpack what words. I had been using in my own head that caused me to lose it. I started thinking about what words did my mother and father use to communicate with me when I was growing up. It was sobering to discover that my ex-husband and my mother had similar voices. What? That's crazy. However, my father didn't. He had an affectionate and affirming voice. That familiar spirit of my mother was prominent in my head and my subconscious more than my father's, unfortunately. So that is what attracted me to my ex-husband when we met. He was a familiar spirit. His words were familiar from my childhood. It was the comfort of that familiarity That allowed me to lean in into the functioning dysfunction. However, my father's voice would kick in when I would read the word of God in the Bible. You see, my biological father was a devout Christian and he spoke God's word to me all the time when I was growing up. So when I began to read the word of God, it came into remembrance. See how that works? You have two voices in your head that's locked in and both voices can be used in different scenarios in your life. I found the words I needed to dig myself out of the pit and back into the light. I found new words to speak and write as I'm doing right now basically. started standing in my truth and facing every word that went against what did not strengthen me. Excuse me. Now I understand that not everyone has a memory of someone speaking positive words to them. However, you heard words though. Good and bad. In those instances you have to make a choice. Which words Will you hold on to to propel you towards a positive journey or a negative journey i had to make a choice either way either way it's your choice this tells you that you have the power to use your words to write your life just like our heavenly father let me tell you in those moments you get into a place where anyone who who speak those those words that you heard as a child um or sometimes you you don't even realize what it is that they're saying um, what it is from the past that's triggering you to behave or respond a specific way but there's so much power in self-assessment It's so much power And taking a moment and learning and mastering yourself, as I said at the previous podcast. And that starts with you wanting to love yourself. And to love yourself means you're going to study yourself. You're going to study the way you think. You're going to ask yourself, why do I think that way? Where did those thoughts come from? Why did it cause me to react and show up in my life this particular way? Or why didn't it? It's important that we understand that trauma is something that happens to you, but it's not something that you have to stay captive to. Words are powerful. God used words to create everything that you get to enjoy today. And every time he created something, even before it was finished, the unfinished product, he said it was good. Which means as you prepare to build your life back up by using words, positive words, by searching for words in the Bible where it can speak life back into you. You got to know to be patient for each step. Respect the process of of digging yourself out of that pit like I did and know that it is good. Know that Your words have the kind of power that can elevate you, change the trajectory of your life, create a vibration in the atmosphere that it has to manifest on your behalf. Because God is a creator and you are his child. So that makes you a creator too. There are steps that I took. Trying to get through the pain, and I want to share some of them with you. Ways to get through painful situations so that you can start speaking positive words. Number one is pray. That's the first priority. Speak to God. And I don't mean in that holier than thou prayer i mean really speak to them the way you would speak to your father it's a relationship it's a a back and forth relationship if you speak to god earnestly you will feel internally a knowingness of him talking back to you secondly acknowledge the pain admit your pain to yourself Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can change until it is faced. That's James Baldwin. And it's so true. You cannot get help with what you deny. What you deny or ignore, you delay. What you face is what you can conquer. So you have to admit, that's number two. Number three, get around some strength. It's important that you position yourself around people, around sermons, positive affirmations. Get around some strength to build you back up. Pick up that Bible. Start reading it. Look in the back of the Bible. There's an area called concordance. When you need strength, Look for the word strength and it'll give you scriptures on what strength means according to God's word and how you can gain it. Number four, find a scripture as you're reading the Bible, a scripture that you can hold on to that speaks to your soul and meditate on that scripture. Stop listening for prophetic words. Start looking for a verse. Scriptures help us to focus out thoughts and feelings on God's persp- from God's perspective and who Jesus is in our lives. Nothing is done in the kingdom of God until it is said. So know that you can use your words. Number five, write a vision. Nurture your thoughts because you'll never get higher than your your words, your thoughts, and your vision. Writing your vision reminds you it doesn't end here. So write it. The opposite of depression is expression. So write your words. Number six, find the lesson. There's always a lesson in every tragedy. There's always collateral to collect. Knowledge is learning something every day. But wisdom is letting go of something every day. So it's important that though you went through this traumatic experience, though you went through that trauma, try to find out not, not just so much what happened to you, but what can you learn from this? How can you take your power back from having that experience? Number seven. Find something for which you are grateful for. Let me tell you something. Gratitude is a special sauce. It is a free antidepressant. Look for it. Be thankful for what you do have. Be thankful that you were able to get out of that situation. Be thankful that you're on the other side of it. Be thankful that you get to still open the gift of the present and that you woke up that morning, you took a breath. And that means there's not a period after your name, but a dash or a comma. That means you get to change your story with your words, with your voice, and with your thoughts. So I challenge you today to tap into your most authentic self. You know, all icons are only icons because they dared to own their own words and to be themselves authentically as their absolute truth and they use it to plan their lives and allow the unknown to be okay so in this journey of healing and this journey of digging yourself out of the trauma and using your words powerfully to do it there's gonna be steps that's gonna be unknown, and it's okay. It's okay to walk into the unknown because when 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 you want to get to success, it's on the other side of uncomfortability that it resides. These icons, when they step into the unknown, they just trust in what's in them. Trust that God gave you all that you need. You weren't a mistake. You are here. You are here on purpose. Nothing inside of you is a waste. Not even the traumatic experience that you have. Look at me right now. I had a traumatic experience and I get to share it with you. And you get to take the nuggets out of it that benefit you and that you can apply applicably, (laughs) those are those little quirky things I'm telling you that I have sometimes with pronunciation, but applicably, applicably (laughs) to your life. Not even the things you don't like is wasteful. It all creates the character of you, the precious and unique you. So honor the you that celebrates you. Silence the words of yourself that does not support the authentic, organic you. Start writing new truths authentically. And I'll be here praying for you. And here to support you in this journey of living. In this eternal well of life. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it blessed you. Enjoy. And I'll talk to you next week. right what did you think what did you think about all this talk about trauma and finding your voice back after trauma has stolen it um i hope this really was amazing for you i hope you got a lot of nuggets out of it and it really blessed you um truly Trauma is something that we all experience in some level of our lives. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small. Trauma doesn't always have to be something that is, um, enormous. A trauma could just be, it could be rejection. It could be, it could be verbal abuse. It could be all sorts of things, um, it could be something you witnessed and that didn't even happen to you directly, but that you witnessed it, and what you witnessed did something to you it it causes it caused the stress and it altered your authentic self so now you're showing up altered you 're showing up in the world altered, and so it's imperative that we do do the self study and that we seek out help when we need it if it 's counseling or Whatever it is that you need to do, you are worth it. You fight for it. You fight for yourself. And so I hope you really got something out of it. And um, more importantly, are you feeling a little disorganized? Are you finding that you start things but you can't quite finish them? Are you feeling like you just wish you had an accountable partner, someone to speak life into you, to see you and your potential and help you to take that potential and pull it out and bring it into real time. Do you want to be a finisher? A doer as well as a finisher? Do you have issues around your diet? Your spiritual walk? You're kind of confused and you'd like to make it all make sense? Well, that's what Eternal Well of Life Center is for. We're here to serve you. We want to serve you. We believe in you. And it gives our hearts complete joy to be able to help you become the very best version of yourself. Go to www.eternalwelloflife.com. You will be able to get yourself a health coach and get a free consultation as well before you start. So don't hesitate. You deserve it. Invest in yourself. Get you a health coach. You don't have to do this journey by yourself. What better way for you to propel yourself into your journey by having an accountable person by your side, cheering you on, helping you guide yourself into your values, into your principles without strain. Take the moment. Go to www eternalwelloflife.com and we look forward to serving you. And as always, as I said in my previous podcast of last week, we want to give everybody an opportunity to give their life to Christ. There is life, pure life, true life, real life in this university called Christian life. Listen. If you've been thinking about giving your life to Christ and you've been thinking about maybe honing in on your life and controlling the spiritual aspect of your life, you you know that you want to reach in and talk to the Lord and start giving your, your life a chance at having a higher vibration and purpose. Well, this is all you have to do. Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus. I know that I'm a sinner, but I believe that you died on the cross for me. I want to give you my soul. I want to serve you and be part of your kingdom. That's it. You accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior and committing yourself to him. That's it. Believing that he died on the cross for you and accepting him. There's a scripture that says, John 3 verse 16 that says, for he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So by you accepting him, by you giving your life to him, that's exactly what you did. You allowed yourself to have to to have life forever in eternity, to let your soul be able to live forever in eternity. So I just want to welcome you to the, Christian, to the Christian family. And what you do now is you go to a bookstore, thrift store, wherever. Find yourself a Bible that you can read and understand. And when you get that Bible, read a little bit at a time. It's probably good to start in the New Testament with John. But listen here. as you Before you read it, pray to the Lord to give you revelation. To give you... Clarity to give you insight. Ask the Holy Spirit. Invite the Holy Spirit to come into your heart so that you can understand what you're reading and that you will find that that book will come alive and speak to your soul in ways no other book could. And when you get an opportunity, pray to the Lord and ask the Lord to help you find your tribe. Visit churches and find one that fits your soul, one that your soul says to you, we're home. This is where we need to be. Be patient because just like when you go to look for a college, you have to visit different campuses because not all of the schools have what you're majoring in. It's the same way with the churches, you have to find one that speaks to your soul, that's Speaks to you and makes you feel like you can grow there, you can evolve there, that's where you want to be. It's not a one size, one, one size fit all, that's why we have several different tribes of churches, but find, ask the Lord to find the one for you because it's good to have counsel, it's good to be in a community that keeps you motivated, that can love on you and help you grow in Christ and in this walk. Well listen, let me go ahead and pray and shut this this particular episode down and I look forward to next week to talking to you on our next topic. So in the meantime and in the between time, let me say, Heavenly Father, we come before you. We glorify your name and we thank you for allowing us to open our eyes and open the gift of the present. We thank you, Lord God, for the people who have given their lives to you today. We ask that you dispatch your angels to walk with them and protect them so that what they did does not get undone. Lord, we ask that everyone who is listening under the sound of my voice is blessed and Lord, that you allow them to walk in favor. Give them the opportunity to be able to understand what traumas they have and to give them the power to use the, their voice and your word to dig out that trauma and begin a new life as you intended for us to have it. It's in your matchless and loving name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right. So it is official. Episode three is on the books. I am so happy that you stopped by. Listen, I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a beautiful week. Go out there. Do something for yourself that is propelling you closer to your purpose and to your goals. Don't just sit back and let life pass you by. Open the gift of the present every single day. Yesterday's gone. It can't serve you. You can just collect your collateral and move into the present tomorrow's not promise don't focus on it only listen you have right now embrace it it's a gift that's why they call it the present and I'll be talking to you next week (laughs) great hearing from you see you then bye-bye